Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. All right, then, well, welcome to another edition of Snapbacks and Beards, a special episode this one. We've got a bonus episode this week for you. We are joined by a special guest. Of course, I'm your host for this show, Johnny Goldsmith, as always, joined by TWG1991. Stu Matos, how are you doing, man? Yeah, very good, very good. How are you, Johnny? Yeah, smashing. And Jay Talk, Johnny, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm all good. I uh, don't want to give too much away because I'm going to leave that to you, but I'm I'm excited for this one. <laughs> yeah, so why are we here? Well, we have a special guest. We have, for the love of wrestling, it's James. He's joining us on today's show. How are you doing, James? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Yeah, very good. Very excited to have this uh, opportunity. Come yeah. Home. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I guess, for the love of wrestling, were you the um, mastermind behind that? Were you? No, no. I'd love, to, I'd love to claim to be. No, I'm, uh, I'm one of the guys that's that's worked on the show. Probably now it's about 2019, which was the, was the first year it was held. No, but it's, uh, it's, it's the brainchild of Andy who's the boss of Monopoly events. It, uh, it came out of actually, it came out of one of his his flagship shows. So, if any of you guys are familiar with Monopoly events, they put on probably. Well, it was around 14 to 16. It'll be 20 plus sort of comic con and pop culture events across the UK um, every year. Some of those flagships that you people will know about is the ones like Comic Con Wales, Comic Con Manchester, Comic Con Liverpool, which happens twice a year. It's that big now. Comic Con Scotland, which is obviously Edinburgh and also Aberdeen. Um, and Flubber Wrestling came out of one of the Liverpool shows, actually. Uh, we had a couple of guests there one year, um, which was Gail Kim and uh, Adam Copeland, who was obviously going under the under the name Edge at that point. Um, and you could just quite tell how busy those guys were. There was there was a bit of an, at, um, uh, an appetite for, for sort of wrestling to have its, its own dedicated show. Um, we've got some of our own other dedicated shows for Love of Horror, which is, you know, one of the biggest horror shows in Europe now. Uh, and obviously the wrestling one has, has followed suit as well. So now it's been going since 2019. It grew out of Comic-Con Liverpool and some of the other events, and it's uh, it's still going very, very strong. Oh, we love that, yeah. So you mentioned two, uh, two things that might grab Johnny's attention. He's a big Hodge fan, and Adam yeah. Gotland is one of his favourite wrestlers, so uh, that's certainly got your attention. I was just going to say... Um, are you focused on the... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, Chris, are you so no, no, is, is the WrestleCon, the wrestling convention, is that your focus? Are you just focused on that one mostly then? No, I work on all of them. I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan. I've been a wrestling fan for me since for sort of about 30, 35 years now. Um, suffered like uh, we all have through 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 that time. There's some amazing periods. Uh, I'm, I'm an old fart of wrestling now. Uh, for me, the, the golden area, golden area is still the pinnacle. That's that's what I go back to. Um, that's what I still go back to now. But, you know, I still enjoy the... Still enjoy the modern product. Just, you know, still go to WrestleMania. Uh, really enjoy that weekend away. Probably don't watch TV as much as I would like to, but I think there's there's probably a bit too much WWE t- on TV at the moment. I actually quite like AW as a, a sort of a weekly TV program. It's two hours. It's digestible. I can spare that right now. I can't really spare seven, nine, twelve hours plus YouTube and everything else that you need to sort of keep up with WWE. So I find uh I find AEW a little bit more sort of uh, palatable on a weekly scale, but I mean, you still can't beat WWE for a, for a paper, a big pay per view, can you really? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Johnny and myself will be at WrestleMania this year as well. So, right, yeah. Good, good. Uh, Johnny, you have a question there, though. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, like, obviously you're mentioning, like, Adam uh, Copeland and stuff and Gail Kim. And I'm just looking at the the guys you've got this year as well. Like, you guys don't mess around at all when you get guests. Like, I'm just looking now, like, Nick Neff, Sergeant Slaughter, Trisha, Lisa, X-Pac, Sean Walkman, uh, CJ Perry, Shelton Benjamin. How do you go about getting that talent? Do you approach them? Do they, do their, like, managers approach you? Like, how, how does that yeah you know it's, it's a great question probably you know it changes year on year back in 2019 it, it was us having to sort of scrape around and try and find contact details people uh we have a great relationship with wwe um and, and we continue to do so um you know and that's why we, we, we've, we've had wwe people at our shows before uh, we've actually held hosted our own wwe events um, which we had a you know an event called WWE Superstars a, a couple of years ago, which was amazing fun uh, while they were over here. Um, yeah, and but you know over the last probably since 2019, word has spread. You know how well people get treated when they come to come to um, for love of wrestling. How much of a good show it is. How great the fans are. How much we look after them. Um, how much we take care of their travel. Um, and things like that. So yeah, back in 2019 it was a bit of a struggle. Now it's things seems to be a lot easier, and it's just a case of you know do dates work. Um, for people because you know they do want to do our shows uh, and not not a week goes by that we don't get somebody you know somebody dropping into our inboxes saying i've heard about your show such and such a person told me please can i please can i be part of the next show um so we have lots and lots of people and you know the lineup for this year is is great already as you mentioned some of those names there um trish and lee are bringing team bestie together mm-hmm. that's something that we've wanted to do um uh, since we sort of brought the um since we ever ever had our first ever ever show sergeant slaughter who was someone i was lucky enough to meet personally in dallas last year uh he's a, he's a crazy crazy guy so you know we wanted to bring him over but um, yeah, the show isn't finished yet, uh, but the, those guests that we do have so far, we're really, really happy with. Yeah, and uh, I was just going to say, off the back of that, obviously, like like we said, they're, they're massive names. Is there, and then I'll let these guys, I don't want to hog all the time, but um, is there anyone that you've not been able to get before that you would really, really love to have there? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the first three names that come to mind straight away would be, you know, Hogan, Austin, The Rock. I mean, you know, it's... It's you know, but it's a case of they're very, very busy. I mean, like the rock particularly. Um, Hogan and Austin aren't big on travel. Um, I mean, it's it's, it's not that they yeah. won't ever travel, but it's sort of you know a case of it, it'll have to work for them on that particular occasion. We are in contact with them. We've always been in contact with them since back in 2019. Um, we have friends of theirs in our corner. People like Taker is that you know a really good friend of Andy's, my boss. Um, we've got loads and loads of other people within the industry, are big fans of ours. We've obviously. We're great, great contacts with within WWE. Uh, we've got a great relationship with those. So, yeah, we we, we keep plugging away at, at those three names as, as well as many others. But yeah, of course, it will be it will be fantastic to get um, one of those three guys onto onto the show one day. You know, John Cena. Uh, obviously, Undertaker was was very much on that dream list. We managed to tick him off. Not only our wrestling show, uh, but we managed to do two other shows with him as well. One in Edinburgh, we took him to, and then we also did a, um, a one day only show with him in Dusseldorf uh, for all the German wrestling fans. And you know, Germany's got a bigger, as big a sort of wrestling audience as, as we've got in the UK. John Cena was also somebody else that was on that list, um, and we managed to get John while he was over here filming. Um, last year the year before i managed to get him across to our comic con wales event so that in, that in itself was like a crazy crazy wow. crazy crazy weekend john cena is a really nice yeah. guy by the way he's 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 very very professional yeah. um and john cena you know i i, I, say, I say this every opportunity because the guy gets a load of flack you know a couple of things with john cena actually john cena is and i always knew this was going to happen john cena was always the guy that 
until John Cena retired, until John Cena moved away from wrestling, we never really knew what we had, or the majority of fans never really sort of appreciated what we had. Now he's gone away, he's left quite a big hole in wrestling, um, I think. But no, that that whole mm -hmm. John Cena thing, it, it's not a gimmick. That That's the way he is. He's, uh, he's, he's a very serious professional guy but he's very very caring and he's uh he's very appreciative of his fans he was he was a really cool guy to work with for the weekend incredible ah, that that's that's yeah that's incredible i'm sure stu's probably got some comments about how he can become the undertaker's best mate because that's his go so that, i'll, that, I'll that, pass that, over that to those like, <laughs> how, how do we go about being best friends with the undertaker um would, <laughs> definitely, would definitely be um would definitely be something for for that um that conversation but one thing that i did wonder was you kind of touched upon it but in terms of like promotion and getting the names out there and getting sort of the event out there obviously it's a little bit easier now with the level of talent you can kind of get but in them early stages was it just like promoting as much as you could on every platform that was available yeah it's it's a good question it actually explains how i became how i i, I became involved in the show so Back in, um, so I've, I've, I'm, a, I'm a merchandise collector. I've, I've, I've been a merchandise collector for a long, long time. Known fairly well within the sort of the the, uh, the, the European collecting scene. Um, I've got, you know, I've, I've, chairs have always been my thing. So I've probably got around, I think, about 96 pay-per-view chairs. That's always been sort of my baby. Wow. Uh, um, so I've always been sort of <laughs> wow. in that market. And just other market, you know, I like the I like the the old school stuff. So all of the golden era. If it's golden era, if it's in original packaging, if it's very rare. I'm your man to see about it. Um, so that was always my thing. And um, I just started seeing these names pop up doing this show. And it was like, well, hang on. Chris Jericho is doing this show in the UK. I was like, well, that's fair enough. He does things like that from now and again. The Undertaker's doing a show. What the hell is this about? Um, Bret Hart's doing a show. And like Rick, Rick Flair. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's occurring here? What, you know, what, what, what is actually occurring here? Um, and that's how I became involved in Flood Wrestling. So I got in contact and I was like, what is this? What is this sort of show you're doing? Um, and then got stopped talking with a couple of the other organizers and just said, hey, you know what? You've got all these old school guests coming down. I've got this huge range of old school collection going back past the like the last 30 years. Do you want me to come down and do some sort of exhibit for you? They were like, sounds amazing. Let's definitely do that. And that's how I became with the show. But yeah, first of all, word of mouth. And you know, my my, my initial reason for getting involved was because I thought it was I thought it was bollocks. I thought this isn't happening. You know, this is because the, the, the lineup for the, the lineup for the first one was just insane. I mean, Chris Jericho were there, I mean, Scott Hall was there, Kevin Nash was there, uh, and they just got really, really lucky with the first one. That you know, none of the none of, none of these guys were, were very busy. Um, that and that first lineup has killed us. You know, in future years, because just the the amount of huge, huge, huge names we had on that one, but it just happened to work for people on that particular weekend. Um, but yeah, so that first year was getting it over the line was was a real, real test. Uh, but the guys came over here um, and they had an amazing time. What you will notice with wrestlers is when they're around other wrestlers, they're, they're normally normally having a really, really good time. Um, you know, and yeah. I think it was sort of well i mean kevin nash and scott hall you know they could have a good time in an empty room but they were very you know they seem to hold when you get all those guys marty Jeanette was here as well brutes beefcake all those sorts of guys um you know kevin and scott used to always just sort of hold court and things just used to sort of generate around those guys um so you'd find them just having a really really cool time and it was actually i was talking to eric bischoff on the sunday and he just said you know what this is 
this this is to them it's like it's almost like a little bit of a stag do for them so they come away come away for the weekend together they see the boys that they've not seen in all weekend they get themselves into all bits of mischief they go out at night and have a great meal and have some drinks and have some fun um and they said that you know they they they, they like nowhere better coming over than the uk he said because the uk fans are just like are very very well known within the wrestling world as being perhaps a little bit more respectful a little bit less entitled than perhaps some of the other fans around the world we sort of appreciate it um and they said, you know, you know, as well with big spenders as well, which is something that they really like. So, no, the, the first one was <laughs> a challenge to get over the line. Uh, but obviously, since then and since then, it, it's grown. And what we do know is, and I mentioned Eric, Eric, Eric Bischoff, simply because we know from after that show, uh, Eric Bischoff was very vocal uh, in a lot of the wrestling circles saying, you've got to get in touch with these guys in the UK. You've got to get in touch with these full of wrestling guys. They're the real deal. They look after us all. Um, and as you know, just you've got your workmates and people that, you know, your mates and stuff like that. There's a lot of WhatsApp groups going. Um, and we know our, our name gets mentioned very, very highly in a, a lot of the wrestlers' WhatsApp groups around getting in touch with that promoter. They really look after you, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, the reputation within the industry and has been in the fans as well. It's hopefully very, very good and continues to grow. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I, I can imagine just, yeah, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash just together is um, quite a combo. Um, it is. Yeah. Do you have any uh, stories of, um, you said that's like a stag do, do you have any stories regarding like hanging out with them outside of being at the convention? Um. Outside, outside the convention, I'm trying to think. I tell you, who was surprising? So we had on one of our shows um, in 2022. Uh, we had the who's who of sort of you know female stars. So we had um, we had Trish Stratus, we had Mickey James, we had Candice Michelle, we had Tori Wilson, um, we had Alondra Blaze, um, we had Lillian Garcia, and things like that. And what was quite crazy is, is, is back backstage. Um, what we didn't realise is, is it's a very, very strange dynamic, and it's almost like Trish is the matriarch of that group, even though Trish isn't the oldest, she isn't the most experienced, she isn't, you know, the, the longest in the two, she isn't even the most, she isn't even, you know, the, the, the loudest out of the group, but for some reason things seem to radiate a lot um, around Trish, and uh, she's sort of very much the matriarch, and sort of what Trish says goes, maybe that's just a wrestling industry thing, maybe maybe it's nothing to do with the females, maybe, I can imagine all the blokes listening to her as well, she's, very, she's, very, she's incredibly charismatic, Trish, very funny as well, very, very, very funny. Yeah, I can imagine just like, yeah, Trish trying to speak. Yeah, we'll just, yeah, we'll, yeah, of course, Trish, we'll do what you say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can say, actually, another, just going back to The Undertaker, when we did the event with The Undertaker in Dusseldorf, um, so we we took The Undertaker, um, and we went, went had a nice, we, it was a weekend event, the event started on the Saturday, Friday night, took The Undertaker out, went for a nice meal with him at this beautiful restaurant in Dusseldorf, everybody having a great time um then we said you know what let's go for a few drinks afterwards so we said you know where do you want to go and everyone's like well why don't we just find a really really old school cheesy german discotheque um so we decided to walk into sort of Dusseldorf square and we actually found a place called uh 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 discotheque like brilliant that's got to be it that's got to be the place um so i see sort of school level german went across spoke to them said oh you know got a vip with us and all this sort of stuff who is it etc oh, it's you know the wwe undertaker said, oh, no brilliant brilliant so the bouncers are like oh my god the undertaker wrestling's huge in germany it's just as huge over there and i mean you don't even have to be a wrestling fan you mentioned the undertaker people you know it's it's, it's a brand isn't it the undertaker worldwide known brand mm. um so we said yeah no problem at all so the two guys popped up there he said yeah bring him in 
no problem, let's go in here. Brought the Undertaker over, and as we're walking in, sort of like the, the head bouncer, the head honcho or whatever, sort of just comes from the, the back end where the, where, where the main entrance to the, the bar area was, or the VIP booth, or whatever it was, and just comes around and just sort of looks, and just looks me up and down, I'm just smiling, you know, smiling proudly, and then he just looks the Undertaker up and down, and just looks at him and goes, ah... Uh, that's his not Undertaker. That's his tribute. <laughs> and I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> I was like, like probably not. And you could just see, you could just see the faces on the two bouncers behind him just sort of just drop. And one of them sort of just give him a quick, quick kick. And he went, no, no, no. That's his Undertaker. That's his Undertaker. That's that. <laughs> that's him. That's him. No. <laughs> I can't. Um, so, I can't um, do, uh... Oh, go ahead, Johnny. Sorry. I was just going to say, I can't imagine that The Undertaker was someone to get up in the disco uh, discotheque and start doing like Big Fish, Little Fish, Hardball Box or anything like that. I imagine he was quite reserved when you were inside, or, or is that completely wrong? Do you know what? Undertaker's a great guy. You know, he loves his, he likes to, um, he likes to be out, he's very social, quite a chatty guy. He's very softly spoken, not softly spoken, he's, he's quite reserved. Um, but I mean, he'll have a conversation with that. He loves sports, loves sports. Um, so we'll talk to you all day about sport. Uh, he likes to sit there, he likes people watch, he likes to listen to rock music, uh, likes to have a jap. Um, as long as he's doing that, he's, he's, he's in a good place. Um, yeah, good, good, good night. That good night. So, who is your goat, first of all? Because there's, there's a reason why I'm asking. Mine, I, I, you know, I can never move from Brett. I, I think Brett is all time. Okay. I think Brett's probably the guy that kept me interested in wrestling for, for all those years. Brett was the one even back mm. in. 1987, 1988, when I, when you know, when I was first got into it, I was like, that, that, there's the guy, and you can, I could almost see. I remember thinking to myself, you know, he'll never be at that stage. He'll never be the guy because you know he isn't the size of Warrior, he isn't the size of Hogan, etc. He isn't, you know, you can only imagine him getting bounced around by Andre the Giant, and they were the, they were the guys around at the time. Um, but you did have hope when you see how how main event someone like Randy Savage was, uh, and also Kurt Hennig used to always be there and thereabouts as well. He was almost the almost the guy or a Rick Rude, they were almost the guys just below that. They were always the go-to guys. Um, but yeah, Brett, Brett for me was the guy that sort of always kept me interested. Uh, mate, I just like his style. So yeah. And I presume you've met him now since then. Yeah, yeah, met Brett. We had, we had Brett in the 2019 show. Um, worked with Brett a couple of times, but yeah, yeah, met Brett. I was going to say, like, were you fanboying when you got to meet Brett for the first time or was it, were you quite calm about it or? Um, first time I met him, um, I think. No, the first time I met him was actually. Um, I'm trying to remember what it, it, it was. It was an old. They did. They sort of appeared and, and disappeared quite quickly. Were they called K. Fabi or something? K. Fabi Benson. And they they were, they sort of popped up with this Bret Hart tour. And they did. They were quite clever. They they did venues that people don't normally do. So rather than doing the big city, they did the smaller cities. And I think it was. In like Oldham or maybe Wigan or somewhere like that, they did this. They did this show, uh, and that was the first time I'd met him. But he did a, like a an, an hour, an hour, an hour and a half Q and A before. Uh, yeah, and I was I was completely enthralled. I wasn't fanboying as much as I thought I would actually. Um, but you know, he was, right. and he was. Yeah, I was more I was more blown away by his Q and A. This, this was the first time I'd you know been in the room with a real legend. Um, and if you've ever seen a Brett Q and A. Um, it, it was really, really immense. It was a few years after he's had his, had, had his stroke, but it, you know his stroke was still—you could tell it was—it it was still dragging him, dragging him down a little bit. He got upset a, a couple of times when he was talking about Owen and Davey and you know Dynamite and things like that. Uh, so yeah, I was—I was, I was absolutely blown away. Uh, but didn't fanboys? Didn't fanboys? Thank goodness. 
See, I, I don't know if I'd do that. I think, I think <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd be that thing of like, I'd meet Taker and be like, in my head, I'd be like, right, cool, calm, collected. Don't mention that neck tattoo. Cool, calm, collected. And then I'd just crumble and be like a mess. Because <laughs> um, I can, I can guarantee if I walked in, I'd literally be like, holy shit, that's fucking edge. Probably the one I was like that at was, was probably with Jake Roberts. Um, so mm. and that was just simply because mm. I sort of you obviously you've got that when you're in the room with Brett for an hour, an hour and a half, listening to his QA, then you stand in a queue and you're waiting to meet, so you've got that build-up time. Jake Roberts was that sort of when I was in New York, he was he was there was loads of people at Wrestle kind of wanted to meet, but like I was more excited about meeting Jake Roberts than I was about going to WrestleMania. Um so greeting him and he caught me totally by surprise. So I was just walking down a walking down a sort of a corridor at the Hilton in, in New York. Um and then I sort of just I just came across his like his little table or something like that. I was like, oh shit, yeah. So I did fanboy a little bit then because I was I was completely, completely uh completely uh, under, underestimated in being there, to be honest with you. And I did fumble all of my words, didn't know what to say to him. I just gibbered on for about 30 to 40 <laughs> seconds, got a picture. <laughs> told him he was looking really well and then just walked in the wrong direction and had to walk back like a complete tosser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, about the event itself, uh, for the love of wrestling. So, it's in uh, Manchester, isn't it? It is, it is. So it's at the Manchester BEC. Um, now, most people who live local to the area will, will know that better as Bowlers. Uh, so Bowlers Exhibition Centre, uh, which is 30 seconds from the uh, from the Trafford Centre. Um, people on public transport, there's also a Metrolink that can take you from the city centre and can drop you literally just outside around the corner, uh, a 30-second walk as well. Uh, it's on the weekend of the 2nd and 3rd of March. It's a little bit earlier this year than, than we normally do it. But this year, um, again, we're going to be going big. Uh, we've gone big with the lineup. We've got more to announce uh, for the lineup that's going to be coming up. And we've also got some extra things going on this year. We've got um, uh, so Sean Sean Waltman is one of our guests this year. We can't wait. Sean's someone who's who's been on our our, our must have list um, for for many many years now. So we're thrilled that we've finally been able to get him. Um, now, over the course of the weekend, every one of our guests does sort of a, a thirty to forty five minute Q and A. Um, we were very 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 aware that when you've had a career as long as sean waltman it's not really going to cut it so we're actually going to be doing an evening with sean waltman on the friday night um it's a separate ticketed event uh it's a, it's an evening q a event so it's gonna be an evening with sean waltman that's kicking things off on the friday night we've then got the convention itself on the saturday saturday night we've got a massive after party uh which also includes uh, a live wrestling show from future shock wrestling we've also got a few other things going on that for that including a, a cosplay competition and then Sunday we've got another um Sunday again uh, the event uh, so yeah really, really busy this year we've got loads more things to announce for it uh as well uh but the good thing about this show is it's it's not just um you know your, your average con there's so many things other things going on there as well as I've mentioned cosplay competitions um uh, exhibits uh there's a massive traders area live wrestling um and so much more that we, we're going to be offering this year Oh, amazing. Mm. Okay. Um, with the cosplay thing, is obviously there's the usual ones like Hogan, Warrior, and Randy Savage. Is there any cosplay that is just totally unexpected? Like, wow, that was actually, that was very good and not someone we expect to see. We have a, there's a guy that does a really good, um, 
Tyson Fury one actually, which is always interesting to see. And I think he's actually, I think he's gone to the stage now where he actually does um, Tyson Fury like look alike in. Um, so he's always a, quite quite an interesting one. Uh, but no, we we get everybody. Uh, you know, we get everyone from sort of uh, Bastian Booger. We, we, we've had um, we've had Doink and Dink. Um, we've had babies dressed up as Randy Savage. I mean, you, you get them all, and they're all fantastic. <laughs> That sounds well good. I I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not sure if I've quite got a quite got a cosplay in me if I can get a ticket for uh for this year. But maybe I'll maybe maybe we should put that out to like listeners of if I can if I can get a ticket and go. What should I uh what who should I cosplay as? That might well, be uh... Trent Trent Seven would be would Trent be a Seven, start. Yeah, there. actually, yeah. Let, <laughs> let me grab my beer out and I'll I'll cosplay as Trent Seven again. I'll, um, yeah, maybe that could be the one. But um, mm. how many, like, roughly on like a, a sort of over the weekend, like people get in in the doors? Like, what are the tickets like for availability? Yeah, so you're probably looking at about four to five thousand each day. Um, and obviously, normally the Sunday's a little bit quieter. Um, but yeah, there's availability there for four to five five thousand. Last year we had a bit of a joint event where we had like a wrestling and also the twinned with the MMA event. This year we'd like to have an MMA presence. We're not sure exactly what that looks like yet. Uh, we're speaking to a few people at the moment to try and get that nailed down. But yeah, probably about four to five thousand. It's a great space. Um, it's a really good space and it works well for wrestling because. Um, the BEC itself is split into a number of different sort of areas. What that allows us to do is, in a, in a normal convention or exhibition space, it's one big massive room, um, and that does discount what you can do because you could probably only have either interviews or live wrestling or and, and you know some sort of show or some sort of activity going on one thing at a time. With the way Bowlers is set out, we can have Q and A's going on here. We can have a wrestling demonstration going on there. We can have live wrestling going on over there. We can be showing, you know, we've got a cinema at Bowlers as well, so we can be showing stuff there as well. Um, so yeah, the way Bowlers is set out, it gives us a lot more opportunity to, to do so many more things all at the same time. That sounds awesome. That sounds really cool. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say, for, for our listeners that aren't aware, and if they do want to go, where can they go to get the tits from? Where can they pick them up? Yeah, so the best the, the place to go, because, you know, like everything, everything that's big, you always get, you always get, you know, the scumbags who try, and, who try and sell fake websites and all of that. The easiest and the best place to go to get all of the links that you need is the fake Facebook page. So the Facebook page is For the Love of Wrestling. You'll know you're in the right place. It's got 102,000 followers. Uh, so you'll know it's a legit place. And you can find all of your links on there. That's also probably your best place to get all your, your up-to-date news as well. I think we've just gone out now and announced the cosplay competition while I've been doing this interview with you guys. Uh, and that's the, that's the place where we'll always be announcing all of the future guests as well. Um, if you want to understand how you get tickets, you want to understand where the venue is, go onto the website, which is fortheloveofwrestling.co.uk. We're also on all the normal the other social medias as well, so Twitter, um, Instagram. Um, and if you just want to chat wrestling, jump onto For The Love Of Wrestling group as well. You can talk about the event, you can talk about your collections, you can talk about wrestling in general. Anything that's wrestling related, you can talk about in that group. And again, so you know you're in the right place because people have set up a couple of dummy groups. That's got about 16,000, 17,000 members. So you know you're in the right place. Oh, that's it. Definitely. So... When you attend like things like WrestleMania, do um, do you do anything over there in terms of work, or are you just as a fan? Oh, I'm always working. I'm always going. I do well. I do sort of a couple of lives while we're over there. We try and do a bit of a um, 
to keep people in there, a bit of a tour of, of WrestleMania weekend while we're on over there. Obviously, I get myself around all of the all of the shows and the, the little conventions going on there, trying to make contacts for people that we want on future shows and all that as well. But no, WrestleMania is a little bit like, but it's been a bit like a holiday for me, just like you guys as well. I like to get over there and sort of get into it myself. Yeah. Well, um, we'll have to see if we can we can spot you when we're out there. And, uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like. Well, I mean, if you go to all the things like the the Mania Club, uh, there's a great group called the Mania Club. They raise loads of money for Connor's Cure. Uh, I'm often found there at the, uh, at the at the the tailgate parties and things like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If you see me, and I've, 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 a lot of the time I've got a full of wrestling flag on me as well. So if you see me crossing the road or just in a bar, please come over and say hi. Absolutely. Yes. Love that. Absolutely. Will do. Will do. Um, yeah. So, Stu, do you have anything? Um, I'm just trying to think if there was anything else that I was that I was sort of thinking of. I say I was mainly I was really interested in the, the the promotion sort of side of it and getting that sort of sort of following. So obviously that's what you know us as a, a collective are, are sort of trying to do with with our podcasts, our own social medias, and and stuff like that. So yeah, just hearing the you know how to how to make those those sort of connections and contacts. And I guess what um, my other question would be what sort of talent that you've worked with almost look for in the interviews and the people that they connect with if that makes sense yeah, what, what are they i mean it's it, you to be honest with you i think most of the talent that want to do it most talent they do want to do interviews they do want to keep the name out there uh and so i would always say you know just just to explain to them what it is you're going to be doing be very professional about it what your audience is what you can bring to them what you're going to do for them uh and then you know if you do come to speak to them um you know, always just 100% do your research. We do a lot of interviews ourselves. We have our Full of Wrestling TV, and we've had a Full of Wrestling podcast in the past. And, you know, we've, I've, I've you know, and I've, I've fallen flat before. Um, and you can completely tell when you're interviewing somebody um, whether they've done their research or whether they've not. Uh, and, and they will they will pick you apart if they don't think, if they don't think you have. So, no, but, you know, reach out to them. Um, people will, will more than likely want to do interviews and want to do shows. Um, and we'll obviously, once the uh, once we get the link from you guys, we'll plug this. Um, across hundred thousand followers, so sure. Uh, some bring bring some news as well. Appreciate that very much. Massively, so <laughs> massively. <laughs> yes. So, um, I don't have anything else. If if unless there's anything unless else, James, you you want to tell us about for the love of wrestling this year. No, no, just keep, we are, we are running a little, not running late, but you know, just because we're just waiting on a couple of contracts to land for us, there's a, there's a couple of big ones um, in the pipeline at the moment, we're hoping to get over in the, over the course of the next week, so please, please, please keep your eyes, ears and everything else pinned um, onto the Facebook page because there's lots and lots of news coming, and just come down, we, we always say this, you know, some people come down to Flubber Wrestling and they spend a bloody mini mortgage. That's absolutely fine. Some people come to, to Flubber Wrestling, buy themselves an entry ticket and then just sit there and watch the panels all day. Um, and, you know, if you want to do that, just do that as well. Because, um, you know, whatever works for you. Flubber Wrestling is, you know, it is the biggest wrestling convention in Europe. You'll come around and you'll get to spend a weekend um in a you know in a, an amazing building surrounded by four or five thousand like-minded people watching all of the best you know live wrestling some of the greatest british talent we've got out there today uh, and just come down and have fun um if you like wrestling uh if you like live crowds if you like having fun if you like cold beer and you like uh wrestlers from across the old school to the new school come to love wrestling it's 100 percent for you what's there the you like? about <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. 
we, weekend for my birthday, I think I'm going to have to try and talk the, talk the wife into a trip to Manchester, I think. Please do, please do, please do go. <laughs> Very welcome. So, just as a reminder, where can we find you all on social media for the listeners so it's all under for the love of wrestling so for the love of wrestling facebook page it's got over 102,000 followers you'll know you're in the right place or the website for the love of wrestling.co.uk you'll find all the information there about faces places times states guests uh, and everything else you need to know but as i say this year loads and loads of stuff going on Friday night, we've got the big show with Sean Waltman. Saturday, the event. Saturday night, the after party, including the cosplay competition and the live show from Future Shot Wrestling. And then Sunday again, you've got the uh, the, the, the the convention itself. Well, amazing. Well, thank you very much, James, for your time here. I really appreciate talking to you. No problem at all. Been a real pleasure. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. And you can find us on Snapbacks and Beards. Guys, thank you for James joining us. And uh, lads, where can we find you on social medias? So um, my sure. yeah, I'm here. My uh, my main social is my TikTok, that wrestling guy at twg nineteen ninety one. And Johnny, where can we find you? You can find me on TikTok at je wrestle talk for all your daily wrestling content. Brilliant, and you can find me at Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok. Thank you again, everyone. Thanks, James, for joining us. And well, 102,000 people listening to this. Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening and follow us all on TikTok, please. <laughs>